1: little compromises that we give place to we pay for them and many times others do too. It breaks God's heart but at the end of the day you're the one who will suffer when the enemy brings destruction
2: and robs you blind. Yeah and that's the example that he gives Balaam. It's really terrifying because his story, his warning, shows up so many places in Scripture. And I was just thinking, what if my compromise showed up as a warning for eternity?
0: Today, Pastor Robert will be reminding us that sin is likened unto leaven. A little leaven leavens the whole lump, the Bible says. When you compromise and allow sin to enter your life, it doesn't just spread throughout other areas of your life, but it will also begin to affect others around you. Now here's Pastor Robert and Elizabeth with part five of their message entitled, Curse of compromise.
3: His love is the main thing.
1: I have to have somebody that, you know, I can say. Go confront that guy about that. Spiritual you know, bouncer. Yeah, spiritual bouncer, you know, kind of a role, something, something like that. Because for me, number one on my list is, is like empathy and compassion. You know, it's like, man, I feel your pain immediately. I feel what you're feeling. But when it comes to confronting, it's the last thing I want to do. But I've recognized over the years that it's absolutely essential that I do so for the health of the Christians, for your health and well-being there are times because again, going back to John 10:10, 10, 10, do you understand that God isn't trying to, to hold out on us, He's trying to protect us from the one who would steal everything from us? That's the contrast. And that's the heart with this. You know, it what we believe governs how we behave, governs how we live. And We have to keep going back to the scripture. What does the Bible say? What does the Bible say? What was the heart behind it? You know, what was he trying to communicate? You know, people, you know, it came up again today. You know, people want to argue about the tithe, the tithe. You know, that was a law. We're not under the law. Well, no, but after the law, Jesus died for you, and you think you should now give less? That makes no sense. The principle of the tithe, it preceded the law. Abraham, the first time that I can remember seeing it in the scriptures, was long before there was any law, but it was going on. There, there are principles there. And it's, again, not because God needs anything from you. It's because he's trying to give to you. He's trying to, to bless. But we buy the lie that he's trying to hold out on us, and the only way you're ever going to have any fun is to get a little bit wicked. That smells like smoke. And we have to recognize it. We have to understand that, no, that the little compromises that we allow in our lives, the little compromises that we give place to, we pay for them. And many times others do too. It breaks God's heart. But at the end of the day, you're the one who will suffer when the enemy brings destruction
2: yeah and, so, she blind. yeah. and that's the example that he gives Balaam. It's really terrifying because his story, his warning shows up so many places in scripture. And I was just thinking, what if my compromise showed up as a warning for eternity? Like, don't be like Elizabeth because whew, she quotes scripture wrong. But it's. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but her husband corrected her. But so her it's husband all good. Like it's that. all good.
2: <laughs> the, um, the warning that he gave, the story about Balaam, it's important. It's the story the setting is this the israel is in the old testament traveling through the wilderness to go to the promised land that god has promised them they're following a cloud the cloud of god's presence that they can see day and night they follow through the wilderness and and it says that that the other uh, the other nations are sick with dread, is how it's said. They're sick with dread because they know that Israel has God's favor, and they're going wherever this cloud guides them, and which is to drive them out of certain lands. And, and so in this case, where Balaam shows up, the, the Moabites are, are terrified because Israel is coming close. And so the king has this bright idea that he, he understands that Israel is blessed and so, if you want to you protect yourself against somebody blessed, you've got to have them cursed, right? So that's—it's it's, it's interesting to me how many, many times unbelievers take our blessing more seriously than we do, and how much closer, how much clearer they see our compromises than we do, because it's more rare to them. But anyway, so he—he he hires this guy. It is interesting because he hires Balaam, who is—who's who, known clearly to be for hire. He can be bought. And it says that he's a wicked prophet. He's not a false prophet because he only says what God tells him to say. So he's not a false prophet, but he's a wicked prophet. So he, the story is like several chapters about how he gets Balaam to finally come. And, and Balaam says finally, okay, I, I cannot bless them or I cannot curse Israel unless God allows me to curse them, but I'm willing because I want the reward. But I can't do, but just know I want to. But I can only do it if God gives me the power. And, and you need to know, and I need to know this, that it says in, in Proverbs 26 that a curse without cause shall not alight. And that's, that's, that's powerful. We live in a, in a city full of santeria and all kinds of curses and causes, and they cannot, you are protected if it's without a cause. So you will see something more scary here than somebody putting a curse on you, which they cannot A curse without cause shall not alight and and he was religious even Balaam so he offered sacrifices to God and went through the whole religious hoopla and then God says you cannot curse my people and and he said it like this in Numbers 23 verse 8 how shall I curse whom God has not cursed like it can't be done how shall I denounce whom the Lord has not denounced so he did bless Israel three times which made the Moabite king furious because he had hired him to curse them And so he said, "Okay, go home without a reward. You did not do what I was coming to do. So Balaam is in it for a reward. That's why he came. He cannot, which is so interesting, he cannot curse them. He doesn't have that power. But so he does something that to me is more scary. He's like, "Okay, but this I can do, because I want the reward. I can tell you how to make the Israelites curse themselves. I can teach you how to get them out from under the umbrella of God's blessing, and it's easy. And so he, he, he literally tell, and that's, that's his wisdom. That's how he got them cursed. Not, he could not pronounce a curse on them, but he could lure, he could teach the, these enemy kings, the Moabites, the Moabites, how to lure Israel out from under the blessing, the protective blessing that they were under, that had everybody around them scared to death. And it was the old trick that it always has been women and idolatry. So, so yeah, he, you
1: women, it's always you women.
2: Yeah, women that were not assigned to them. They, they were Midianite women, they were not supposed to intermarry with them, but they did. Just like we're not supposed to marry unbelievers. And with that came, when you, with that came as it always does, the spiritual idolatry. Because they began to worship the gods of their wives. It's an easy trick that works as long as we allow it. And so in the end, 24,000 Israelites died As a consequence balaam was held responsible but they also were held responsible because they didn't have to take the bait we don't have that's why we're asking they knew better and again they knew better they had been told very clearly it wasn't a mystery maybe it's okay maybe it's not okay they knew better but they wanted it they were lured that's the that's the doctrine of balaam you can do it even if god tells you not to don't be so narrow-minded that's the and they It's just so terrible because we think we can play. He knew that he couldn't. Balaam knew that he could not curse. He could not pronounce a spiritual curse without God's permission. So why did he think he could play games with him? Why are we so obedient in one area and then we think we can sneak around? And I, I found a loophole in God's law. And you can do it. That's what we do all the time. And that's the warning that has us so... So praying that we receive this well, as the warning that it is, the protective, loving warning that it is, that we can't play those games, it will find us out.
1: Yeah. And that's the message. You know, again, we... One of the things that Elizabeth and I resist emphatically is a religious system of rules because that's not what God intends for us. What we find in the Scriptures... Is what we saw Sunday, the way everlasting? You know, Proverbs says there, there is a way that seems right unto a man, but the end thereof is destruction. And he doesn't want that for us.
0: for joining us for this special Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife Elizabeth. Each Friday here on Main Thing Radio Pastor Robert and Elizabeth will be tackling various issues that we face as Christians from a husband and wife perspective. Be sure to join us each Friday for these insightful messages from Pastor Robert and Elizabeth. For more information about Main Thing Radio Pastor Robert, Elizabeth and Calvary Chapel Miami Beach log on to MainThingRadio.com. That's Main Thing Radio Com. At our website, you'll find today's broadcast for you to listen to or download. We also encourage you to prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. With a gift of any amount, we will send you an MP3 CD of the current series Pastor Robert is teaching through here on Main Thing Radio. A secure option for you to give has been provided via PayPal. That's all available at MainThingRadio.com. We'd also like to encourage you to follow us on Twitter. A link to subscribe to our Twitter feed is available on MainThingRadio.com. Again, thanks so much for joining us today. Remember to join us on Monday as Pastor Robert will continue teaching verse by verse through the Word of God. That's next time on Main Thing Radio.